Hey everybody, this is Rachel Bromberger, and you're listening to Unscripted for all things healing and well-being. I'm so glad that you're here for your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. Wellness and healing are never a one-size-fits-all thing. What everybody needs is different. My guests and I are always preparing information for you based on our experiences, whether that's personal or clinical or teaching, whatever it is, whatever walk we come from, so that you can gain a gem every time you listen and apply it straight away to transform your life and your health. Welcome back to Unscripted, everybody. This is episode 34. If you've been with me through the whole journey, I am so glad that you're here. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am delighted to get to know you. Um, If this is your first time listening or you just started listening, I'd love it if you send me a note at reallyrachelb on Instagram or at hello at rachelbrumberger.com and let me know what you're loving, what you need more of. I'd love to hear from you and get to know you better. So welcome everyone. I pulled an Oracle card for us today because it's something I've been doing for the past few weeks is pulling these beautiful Oracle cards just to have some extra insight on some of the themes of the universe. And this one that I pulled for us is called fall into my arms, surrender, holding the opposite extremes of life and just here's a little passage this is from the um starseed oracle guidebook this is by rebecca campbell and the artwork is danielle noel and it's gorgeous here's a little on that card um so often we see things as either good or bad when things go well we make it mean that we're being rewarded and when things go bad then perhaps we think we've done something wrong. However, we're all here to expand and grow. And through the extremes of life, that's exactly what we do. I love this. And it's the perfect segue into today's conversation. Let me tell you a little bit more about our guest and what we're talking about today. So today I have my friend Thermanda Zavala. She is a women's autoimmune coach and host of a Woman Worth Healing podcast. She encourages women with autoimmune diseases to step outside of the conventional medicine box to activate their natural healing abilities. She provides a safe healing space for these women to go from merely surviving and getting to a place where they are thriving and living the life they want. Thermanda and I have met in the podcasting universe and it's really lovely to be meeting all these incredible spirits that I've had the opportunity to meet while we've been, you know, creating this content. And so many of the folks I've met are in the healing space, actually. I don't think it's a mistake. So, what's really fun about today's conversation is it totally brings us back to this oracle card I just read to you. Thermanda talks about her journey, so you're going to heal, hear a bit of her healing story, and then we she does touch on just naturally this like sort of ebb and flow and the highs and lows and the sort of extremes of what it takes to really do some of the healing work when we have something chronic going on, and so I thought it's so interesting that that's the card I pulled, obviously by no mistake. You'll hear that theme in today's conversation. And I think you'll hear a lot more about mindset, um, belief systems, and some of the sort of building blocks to starting or enhancing the healing journey. I am so grateful that Thermanda joined us and let's get into the conversation. Thermanda Zavala, I'm so happy you're here. This is exciting. I love doing healing stories and I know yours is beautiful and I'm loving the work you're doing with a woman worth healing and your clients. So I'm really happy you're here to join us at unscripted. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so wonderful to come together with women and be able to just have these deep, meaningful conversations. Like before you hit record, you know, we're like, we don't get to talk about this um, often. So this like totally fills me up and it's awesome to talk with people who, who get it and who understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much. To, uh, yeah. So I get to fill my cup up today. Me too. I know I do. I find these really, really nourishing. And I had read um, 
weeks ago, I had seen some post on Instagram. It was like, sit with women committed to self-development. It's a different conversation. And mm. I feel like these feed me up that way. It's just yeah. like, yes, it is a different conversation when we're talking about our experiences and how we're healing them and like what we're learning and sharing that in really a generous way. And then just getting to kind of like giggle about life and share <laughs> some wisdom and it fills my cup too. So Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm definitely experiencing that in this phase of my life. It's so good. It's very rich to have. So yeah, yeah, thank you. So I'd love for you to share with listeners a bit about your healing journey. Um, You can start wherever you like in terms of you. I know you have a lot to share and you've really transformed a lot of what your experiences have been to be able to come back out to the public and be like, okay, I have some tools and resources. So I'd love to hear how you got there and tell us a bit about wherever you want to begin. Awesome. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, (laughs) where do I begin? Where do we start? (laughs) So I'm just going to start at the beginning and then like fast forward until like when things are really starting to come to fruition for me. So mm-hmm. I, I would like to start like in utero with mm-hmm. all the trauma that got into my DNA through my mom's experiences, through her mm-hmm. mom's experiences. Mm-hmm. So I was born on this path mm-hmm. to getting sick and to healing and to be growing as a person and to be able to undo all the trauma mm-hmm. that my ancestors had that has given to each generation. Yeah. Intergenerational trauma. Yes. Big, big, big stuff. Huge. Big, big, big. And massive, there's massive. so much trauma, especially uh, through the women in my, my mm. family, especially my mom's side. And both sides, I suppose. But um, so now I'm on this path to undo their trauma, my own trauma, and my f- the future generation. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I think this is my calling, like why I came here to this earth to help heal old wounds. Mm-hmm. So that was given to me probably before utero, right? Like mm-hmm. before we, we signed it's up. The, it's in the curriculum. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have a whole thing on that in Chinese medicine and East Asian medicine about the agreements we make at concep- conception and like how that carries, we carry that which came from our ancestors into the curriculum that we then have to learn. It's sort of this compilation. I mean, it's like a music compilation. It's taking all of this music from one side and all of this music from another and and then bringing our own song sheet to the table. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so yeah. So in utero or pre-utero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. So, you know, when we think of it that way, it seems so much more beautiful and so much more softened. Like you feel the softening in the body mm-hmm. and it's not like, oh, why did this happen to me? You know, all this trauma, all this learning that I had to do, like all these experiences, it really is a beautiful thing when you're able to see it as what it really is. And it's a coming home to yourself. And, you know, of course, it's uncomfortable when you're in it. Mm -hmm. But when you know what the expectations, what the outcome is. I mean, you never know exactly what it is, but if you you know, you know what the idea is, it's so much easier to get through hard times. It's so much easier to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And so throughout my whole, you know, lifetime, I had health issues and that doctors did not know how to conventional medicine did not know how to properly take care or teach me how to take care of myself. And so it was a lot of, this is what it is. You got to, you know, figure it out or a lot of 
antibiotics, mm-hmm. <laughs> like chronic antibiotics, like mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. and over again, and surgeries and taking out body mm-hmm. parts because they didn't understand that, you know, oh, this, the body part is the problem. Let's just rip it out in which the body part isn't the problem. It's what's causing that discomfort within that body part. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of like trauma through medical that. trauma. Yeah. Medical trauma. Yeah. Even if it was well intended by people who thought they were helping it, yeah. it can be a very traumatizing experience for the person in it, even with the best of intention. Yes. 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 So there's a, definitely a lot of medical trauma and also, you know, family trauma, you know, like life traumas, mm-hmm. all that, that roll into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of instability in my life, especially as a child and feeling like not having roots and not mm-hmm. being properly supported and protected. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of fear that I w- I was in danger or that I wasn't um, going to have food. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so that really built up the way that my subconscious mind was um, being molded into. Mm -hmm. And so my body was always on alert. It was always in that fight or flight, always looking for danger. And I consider myself an empathic person. So I was able to sense, like, if I walk into a room, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's not a, it's a dangerous place. I'm out of there. Yeah. And that's a trauma response when mm-hmm. you're, everybody has an empathic ability. Some are, some is um, turned on higher than yeah. others. And it's, it's like, a, it is, it's like a um, volume uh, knob. Yeah. 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 So mine was turned up because of mm-hmm. trauma, because I felt unprotected. And so I had to protect myself. So my body was always on, on alert so that I wasn't able to rest and digest. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of digestive issues yeah. growing up. And I had a lot of, I wouldn't, I don't like to call it anxiety. I like to call it overwhelm. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of overwhelm. And a lot of control issues and perfectionism is also a trauma response as well. So I had all that. So nothing was ever like, I never felt secure. I never felt like everything's happening for me. I always felt like I have to get it done. I, you know, why is this happening to me? Like, it was always that sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And so I was never able to really fully calm down. I find that that urgency, that, that intensity of urgency that a lot of us have is a, it's a internal, not knowing of enoughness Mm. that's creating this like false clock ahead of us that we have to do be and do and be and do fast all the time, you know, immediately all the time. I think that I've thought a lot about that over the years, this like where does lack, where does our, you know, belief in lack and abundance come from? And I know from my own experience, and again, this was like also kind of, I think in my generational waves, but of, you know, if you, like I do come from a people that have had to leave places in the world quickly, who were not safe in places that's built in. Right. So I don't know if you have some of that, but lots of people have some of that this, like, yeah. where are you and do you have enough where you are and will you be safe where you are? So oh lots of groups of people have that, right. Yeah. Like lots of groups of people, if they've had any kind of oppression have experienced that or, and in their generations or like, you know, people who, d- who did have food scarcity or didn't have mm. safe shelter, I wonder sometimes if that urgency to kind of like do everything. So, Cause I also have the perfectionism thing yeah. comes from this, like this, uh, real, very real, like physiological response to like some kind of lack that yeah. we don't know how to name as young people. Okay. I'm just thinking about, I've been thinking about it because then like cultivating abundance, which I've worked very, I've worked on, like I now have again, this like mm-hmm. changing the relationship from victim in our life to, Oh, things happen. And 
I'm part of something bigger and Mm -hmm. it may not be personal. It's like all intertwined to me, this sort of like, because urgency is like really like thinking we don't, we don't, it won't be okay if we don't, you know, do go be handle. That's a very nervous system, excitable response. I think. What do you think about that? Oh my gosh. You're like opening up so much for me right now. Like I'm having aha moments right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, it's my right. Like urgency gives me a sense of like being able to control an outcome. Right. And control is absolutely a response to like anxiety and overwhelm this like you're trying to hurry up and get it done before it gets taken away from you absolutely there there it is that control there it is that's the lack it's like oh my gosh I won't like it won't be there I'll run out we'll run out you know I'll get kicked out or who knows holy depending on the person and their you know their unique storyline oh my gosh okay so Wow. Let me process that for a moment because like, I'm like everything like it's falling into place now. Um, okay. Yeah. Because I know, like, I always had to be prepared. Like mm-hmm. I, my friends knew go to Samanda. She has it. She, she has the has stuff. It. She's got she it together. It. You need it. She has it mm-hmm. because I never, and I even knew, I even said, they're like, why do you always have this stuff? Cause I, I don't want to go without. Mm-hmm. And so I had to make sure that I was secure. Yeah. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't say no, that something higher than me, bigger than me, because I never had that spiritual connection. I don't yeah. have a religion. I never was up. You know, my mom thinks that when you die, that's it. You're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. So I never had that feeling in, in, of there's something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And there's something that's actually working through me. And that if I surrender and, and, and know be and have that faith held. Yeah. Yeah. That I will always be provided for. Right. Yeah. And it's I, like, there's I no net. There was no net. You had no, no. net. Mm-hmm. I was constantly fighting mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And that showed up in my body. Of course. As well. My body was always fighting. Yeah. And so that, that sense of urgency. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I could see it in my mom too, because when she was a kid, they had to, well, for one, she was an army brat. So they moved a lot, right? They moved a lot. She didn't ha- get to anchor in. No. Mm-hmm. And then when I was a kid, we, we didn't live in a home more than three years. And then was on to the next home. So we, so I never had that root system mm-hmm. either, but not only that, my mom, when she was a kid, my grandmother had to keep moving around running from my grandfather mm. until like their divorce was final so that he mm. couldn't take the kids. Oh, it's awful. So that's a sense of urgency. Right Absolutely. There. Well, it's, it's fear of being, it's like, it's such big fear, right. Of yeah. like the most important thing in your life being taken away from you. It's and massive. then as a child, my mom couldn't hold a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so my parents divorced twice, married and divorced twice. Wow. And then she had boyfriends and that it was like, okay, what's going to happen when this relationship ends? Mm-hmm. Do we have a place to stay? Do we have, um, is my mom going to be stable? Is, you know, am I going to have my mom for that period of time? Um, are we going to have food on the table? So mm-hmm. that was, it was scarcity and lack. Yeah. And, and so of course I had to protect myself yeah. and build walls and, constantly be on alert and be able to read the room like especially Mm -hmm. with my mom she could be so unstable her mood can be so unstable that I had to sense when I should talk Mm -hmm. to her and when I should leave her alone yeah it's like which mom which version of my mom am I getting right now and how to kind of smell that out in advance yes so that's that's where that trauma response and that that empathic which I never knew as a kid yeah. And, and as a kid, I remember I could not handle crowds. Like mm-hmm. we, we spoke earlier, I live near Chicago. Yeah. It's, I love visiting, but I couldn't live there because there's too many people because I feel too much energy. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like when you are an empath or you are empathic, there's the walls between me and everyone else are really thin if they're up yeah. at all. <laughs> 
And it's a lot. It's a lot in any city where the pulse gets really loud. Yeah. For especially children to be able to. And I think actually it's really important you say that because I don't know if not all parents are because we're all doing so much. Sometimes it's like, did we have a snack? What time is ballet? When is the soccer game? Who has homework? Do we have socks for tomorrow? Like, (laughs) what are we having for dinner? All that can get louder than our children also whose walls are not necessary. They may not have yet a clear sense of where they stop and where everybody else starts. And when they get overwhelmed, sometimes parents will be like, oh, it's poor behavior or, oh, you're just being too sensitive. But it's like, really what's happening is their little empathy signals are just blaring and they need some downtime too, outside of like the loud crowd or, you know, like if you take Metro every day and it, it can be a lot. Even if it's great, even if it's wonderful, it can still be a lot. And so to even be able to hear kids don't develop some of that where I stop and you start for years anyway. And then we may not ever develop those skills if nobody teaches us how. Right, right. And I kind of fell upon it, right? On my own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, as you're speaking, my mom, like when, she loved to have kids around. So she, she babysat all the neighbor kids. So we always had kids around before. And I, my brother will always say, he always found me in a corner playing by myself. And when there was a tons of kids, like, you know, I did interact with the kids. Yeah. I knew I needed my space. Yeah. So brilliant. It, it, Cause that overwhelm came so often wow. and I didn't know what to do with it. And, and, I remember people telling me, especially like my mom, you got to, you, you got to stop acting like that, or you just can't do that, or you can't. And that was it. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking as a child, I know I shouldn't act like this, but I don't know how not. To. What am I supposed to do instead? No one's teaching me how no. not to. And I so I find myself because my, with my oldest, especially like with the negativity, because yeah. ooh, that is so huge in my family, like that mm-hmm. negative thinking that left. And so I see it in my daughter and my husband sees it too. And we're both like, stop being so negative. And then now that I'm on my journey, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, that's not helpful. It just makes her feel bad about herself, but we're not teaching her how to, to work through that negativity Yeah. and and to shift Brilliant. Brilliant. So, and she's heard me say that so many times. So when, (laughs) so when I do, when I'm in my own, like mess that I'm trying to work through and I'm like, just stop being so negative. Yeah. And she's like, mom, you know, that's not helpful. I hate when you say that. And it, it makes me feel blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're triggering stuff. Stop. Like, stop using my words against me. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, yeah. My daughter's totally like she said, I don't even remember. She says stuff to me all the time. She's like, I think you need a timeout. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like you need some space. I don't need space. You need space. It's like, that's true. You're yelling. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. she's my total, she's my mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's definitely came here to really make Be me my- grow. <laughs> yeah. Show me, yeah. show me who I really am. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, oh my gosh. So that's, that's. <sighs> it's, it is. Well, it's funny. You say that about like, even the negativity is like the other day I was in the car and my husband has it. When I get, I'm quick to anger. Lots of people know this oh. about me. I'm like, hands up. I'm like, it's me. Yeah. I get like zero to zero to like 120 yes. miles an hour frustrated. Like me too. Uh, it's just like, and I, so he'll say to me, take a deep breath. And I'm like, <laughs> the least helpful thing you could possibly say to me. And I remember, and actually I did an episode about this, like a couple of times ago, I had my daughter read this book. Cause we found this book when she was learning emotions called mouse was mad and it's in an episode, we read the book. And I remember reading that with her and being like, this is amazing because every animal has a different way of handling anger. And so the other day, I don't remember what I got. I got crispy about something. It wasn't that big a deal. And he was like, take a deep breath, take a deep breath. And he meant well. And I was like, babe. And he's like, what? I was like, this is not helpful. And he's like, well, and I was like, no, really like taking a deep breath is great for lots of people it doesn't do it for me. And he's like, what do you want me to do? Like, what should I say then? And I was like, why don't we try this? Like, hold up, just hold up. And he's like, oh, I was like, I, I just need, just, I need the moment 
to get my head back on straight and express myself. But the take a deep breath and calm down is like making it worse. I was like, why don't we just try? He's like, but he did. He felt helpless. Like, well, what words should I put in instead? Like, I don't want to sit here and listen to this. Totally fair. Yeah. And so I said, let's try hold up and see what happens. Like, just hold up a second. So he did. And I was like, oh, this is way less annoying than take a deep breath. And, but it was just funny because to your point is like stop being negative. It's like, well, what do we put in there instead? Or we've also Mm. been looking for also in our family with our daughter, like, what do you say to the person that cultivates their, any of our ability to go and use a tool we have, or just sort of reset or take account of where we are. And I just think it's so fascinating how switching like three words out for something else or can change the dynamic entirely. Right. So I don't know. I was just thinking about, it's like what it's cool that you're thinking, Oh yeah, that's not working like for any of us. What, so what do we do instead and learn? I mean, cause I used to get as a kid, you're too sensitive. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. Not sensitive. Like what am I supposed to do with that information? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, what will help me with that? What am I supposed to do with all these big feelings or. Right. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm still learning, like figuring so that out, especially with my daughter. Like, yeah. how else do I say this? How else? Cause you know, you have to meet the person mm-hmm. where they're at. Definitely. Obviously taking a deep breath for you. It's not meeting you where you're at. Right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. And you're, it's the same thing. It's like, no, you're right. It, it's just so cool that you heard that in you and you heard that in her and you're all paying attention to it. Lots of people are not paying. We're everyone's fired. People don't realize what's coming out of their mouth. They don't realize how it's being heard. And I love that you heard that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's just who I am. Like someone told me that you have a strong desire to heal. And I totally feel that. And I have that strong desire to learn and understand Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So even as a kid, like if I could understand how something works, I know how to fix it. Yeah. And, and that's what happened to me when I got sick, Mm -hmm. I had to figure out how does this work so that I could heal it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say fix, right. That's because it's not broken. broken. Yeah, I know. But I think what we're talking about is tinkering. I want to make this work better. Yeah. Yeah, If I understand how it it broke down, then I can understand how I can not break down again. Yeah. Tune it up. Tune it up. Yeah. Tune it up is a great language for it. I'm with yeah. you on that. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. That. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, I have a whole thing. I agree. I don't, I don't believe in fit. We are not broken. No, but no. we can, and we can absolutely have it better. It can be better. It doesn't have to be that we're operating within the context of feeling busted up forever. Yeah. And I, I, I like the idea of if it is broken or breaking away from us, it's because yeah. it's not for us. Yeah, I love that. So it's not us that's broken. It's what we're holding on to mm-hmm. that doesn't serve us. So it mm-hmm. has to break away to make room for what is for us. Yeah, absolutely. So we have to let go and yeah. just surrender. Like yeah. that comes up in my healing journey all the time is that surrender. Once you surrender, that's when the healing happens. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's expedited. Yep. Talk more about how you've done that. Cause I think I, I love talking about surrender and I think it's one of the greatest, most actually powerful things. It's really hard. I think for lots of people to actually throw their hands up and like, yeah. you know, and you already alluded to this a little bit, this like greater belief in actually some kind of safety net, mm-hmm. how have you arrived at being able to practice? I would say it's a practice of oh, yeah. practice, it, right? Do, how many, oh, yeah. I keep practicing. Yeah. How have you, like, what's part of your practice? How, how do you do it? What's okay. one of the ways you actively practice surrendering? Okay. I actively started practicing <laughs> surrendering like a year ago. <laughs> Fabulous. Perfect. <laughs> no, I'm not an expert at this part, but I can tell you what brought me here and why. And mm-hmm. so I'm 40 years old now. I'll be 41 in a few months. So it took me this many years. Mm-hmm. I'm 42. <laughs> yeah. We're in the same club, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, because I didn't know that I, because I thought I was the only one that could save me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't Ooh. practice surrender. Oh. 
You just said so much in one line. <laughs> I okay. pulled out a part into 20. Okay. okay. Do you want to unpack that or do you? Want I, to- I want you to continue, but I just want everyone to hear like the bigness of that statement. Like okay. that was, you thought you were the only one that could save me. That could save you. There's so, so much in that. Th- okay. That's where that, that Fabulous. trauma, that, that urgency, that yep. perfectionism, <sighs> that overwhelm, that all that came from, right? <laughs> totally. It's so good. It's so good. That just <laughs> came out of your mouth. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> so because I thought I was the only one that could save myself, no surrender was even in my vocabulary or in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm. no surrender has happened, but wow. I could kind of contradict myself because I know there were times in my life that I did surrender, but not, I didn't understand that I was surrendering. That's, you didn't know that's what you were up to. That's right. Yeah. And Speaks when, the true warrior. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> and so the times that I did surrender, because you get to the point where I can't fight anymore. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Right. And that's when I was able to move to the next step. That's, that's so different than resignation. Because resignation would look like not moving to the next step. And that's not what you did. You did move to the next step. There's yes. a, such a fine line, I think, between surrendering and resi- resigning. Okay. Uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. So that giving up in a sense of, I'm no, just not going to do this anymore. Not at all. Because you were like, I'm going to let, I let go. You just I said it go. about having to let go. Yes. And then you were able to like, so. Allow. Mm-hmm, allow. Yeah. Because oh, wow. I do think resignation comes with a sense of, and I never mean to point fingers at people with victimhood because when we're in it, we're in it. We just can't see it until we see it. So love to all of us who've ever felt like, woe was me? Cause it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where resignation comes in. It's like, woe is me. It's happening to me, not for me. I'll mm-hmm. never, never, never. There's no other options. Nothing yeah. will ever. That's yeah. resignation. And it's not surrender. So somehow yeah. you did the letting go. Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. That's, I'm glad that you stopped there and really dissected because there's a two different, yeah, there's, delicious. there's, it wasn't like, oh, I'm giving up. It's I'm letting mm-hmm. go. So there's a two, there's two different ways mm-hmm. of saying that. Right. And you said something that brought me to where I was able to let go. And I'm trying to figure out what you said that like triggered that word. But so basically it was to the point where my body or my higher self was, was like, you've done all you can do. You've done all you can do. Yeah. Wounded warrior. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you've done all you can do. You did your best. Uh-huh. Now it's my turn to step in. Uh, it's a gentle pat on the back. It's not like you yeah. did everything you could do with hands up in the air, throw it at whatever. It's like, yeah. you d- Hey, you did enough. Good. Yes. Well done. Yeah. Well done. You now let me help. <laughs> right. It's gentler yeah. when we get to surrender. It's not so it's painful, but it's gent. it's, there's something gentle in it. It's not, you still it get that pat on gentle. the back. It is gentle. And I, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up because I'm thinking of the times that I did surrender and it was like, okay, I, I'm just softening and yes, allowing, like, I know I can't do anymore. And I just, please help me. Please help me. I did my best. Please help me. Yeah. I, I've, I've learned what I need to learn mm-hmm. and I've grown and gotten mm-hmm. stronger so now my body needs to rest mm. and soften so it can repair itself and allow in what mm. I need to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so that happens so many times in my life where it's like, I'm, I'm trying so hard. I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. I'm trying so hard. I'm going to get it done. I'm so determined. And then it's like you hit a wall. It's like you've done so much that you can do. There's nothing else you can do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, all right. I did what I was supposed to do. I surrender, but I, I surrender. This, but I don't say that. Right. It's just, I shift mm-hmm. into it unknowingly. I'm not doing this on purpose. Right. <laughs> because I just have this knowing of, okay, 
you did what you did. And the moment that I let go, it's done for me. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do anymore. It is done for me. Hmm. And so each time that happens, I think I had to learn that so many times yeah. in order to really understand yeah. so, that, so that I could like stop pushing through and allow, allow. it to be done for me. And, and when it's done for you, it's done in a way and it comes to you in a way that you don't even, could even mm-hmm. comprehend in your mind the, the way that you're trying to make it happen. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen in a way that is meant for you. Mm-hmm. That you, your mind, your egoic mind will never, ever figure that out. And it's just so much uh, it's so beautiful. And then when Mm -hmm. you realize that when it comes to you and just pausing and allowing it, like, Oh my gosh, this is what I wanted. This is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. This is what I wanted. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And and realize really um, acknowledging Mm -hmm. that happened and that gratitude Yeah. in that. And then that really like plants a seed within you Mm -hmm. to be able to do that again. Yeah. Do you tell if you can, cause it's hard. Cause some, some of these moments are just so incomprehensible, even though we like their hours and some of them are like small daily, it could be huge and it could be like a daily wonder, but do you have an example recently of this? So people can like recognize it in their own lives of that. I let go and, and it worked out. And then I had the gratitude, like anything. Cause I think people may not even see it sometimes when we're suffering, right? Like mm. I always tell my sense, like when you're suffering, your glasses are dirty. It's like, you, I can't see mm. the suffering can be just so big yeah. that we cannot see what you're talking. We can't experience it yet. It's like, we have to wipe our glasses clean to like, Oh, it did happen for me. Like, Oh, yeah. I did let, actually I did let go and it did work out. And sometimes our stories get so small that we don't see those miracles. So do you have one that comes to mind? No, no pressure. Gosh, I know that. I know there's so many, many, there's so many, but right now what keeps popping my mind is money. Ooh, good one. So delicious. Let me tell him that one. Like, you know, let me release that one. Okay. (laughs) So it's like, when you're paying your bills mm-hmm. and you see all these numbers, <laughs> you know, these big numbers or you're, or you're investing in yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, gosh, you see those big numbers. You see this. Do, should I, should I do this? Or should I not like, yep. is this like, you know, going to be worth it? And it's like, okay. You have to talk to yourself and, and I'm investing myself, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, okay, let me, let me see. How can I say this? So when you're going to purchase something, I am so grateful that I have the money to do this. Mm-hmm. And when I do this for myself, it's going to pay me back 10 times fold. Yeah. You're going to receive more. So as I, Oh my gosh. Like, okay. As I invest more in myself and work more on myself, I see everything happening for me so much Mm -hmm. bigger. Like in my business, Mm -hmm. people are coming to me more without even like hustling, trying to find people. Amazing. I'm allowing people to come in. Yeah. Well, there's more of us. You pour in to heal to invest in yourself, you fill up the cup that is you that resonates out. People can find me if I'm taking up my space. If I don't do for myself, I can't take up my space. People can't find me. Yeah. You're that's a perfect example with clients actually like connecting in been like, Mm -hmm. Oh, there's the puzzle piece I've been looking for. There she is. Yeah. Wait. I'm going to get so now I've become available, right? Yes, I love it. That's so good. I've become available because yeah. I've healed that part of me that can now share that with yeah. others. Yeah. 
So, you know, going back to your, your question mm-hmm. of that surrender yeah, is when I go to pay my bills, it's, oh my God, that's more money that I'm having to, mm-hmm. to spend money that I don't have, where we're going to come up with the money. And it turns into, wow, I have money to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And when I do this, more money comes in. Mm-hmm. And then I see like, like, I know, like, especially because we were talking earlier, my daughters used to be in public school. Mm-hmm. Well, this past year we had to pay for school, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that was, that was more, Tasty. more money than our mortgage. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Easy. It easy can be easy can be. And that money was quote, you know, like air quotes. We didn't have that money before, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden we do. Mm-hmm. So when you put everything in the right intentions and it's for the better of something, all of a sudden that money comes. Mm-hmm. You might not realize that, right? You might realize, oh, when I get money in, something breaks. Yep. Then my money's gone again. Yep. No, this money came to me just when I need it the most mm-hmm. because so I can, I am able to get this fixed. Yep. Right. So it's that surrender. It's the relationship to the cause and effect you're also talking about, but yeah, yeah. continue. Yeah. yeah. So the surrender. Yeah. When I'm like stressing out, like, oh my gosh, the, their school tuition is due. Where we go? I, I we don't have enough in our bank account. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? And instead of worrying about something that you can't control, mm-hmm. I surrender and say no. This this work this will work out for me. I will be provided for. Mm-hmm. So I'm surrendering that lack mindset, and I'm surrendering and saying no. What was what is meant for me will come to me. Mm-hmm money will flow to me in in divine, perfect timing when I need it the most. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I mean, this happened with their tuition. This happened. We were, my husband and I were going to go, we did go last year on like a couple's retreat Mm. and it was down to like the day, Rachel, like it's like (sighs) down to it. So it's like testing your faith and your, um, releasing your control and making things happen and surrendering mm-hmm. and allowing things to come in. Mm-hmm. And it's like to the day, Wow, it's going to come in. I don't know how it's going to flow in, but that money is going to show up in our bank account, bank account. <sighs> and I kid you not like to the day I look at the bank account and I try not to look at my bank account so much because mm-hmm. I don't want that attachment. Yeah. Um, and and it comes in and mm-hmm. I get down on my knees and surrender and just praise. Thank you so much for bringing what I need in. So it's, it's those, it, those are like practice, right? Yeah, like absolutely. Is, it is. It's practice. It's, it's so much practice. And I've experienced that like in the hospital too. Like when Mm -hmm. I'm in the hospital with a health condition, like not now, but you know, in the past, in the past. Yeah. It's like, I'm fighting so hard. And finally I surrender to like the doctors or whatever, do what you have to do. I know it's going to be painful, but I know this is what needs to be done in this moment. Mm -hmm. And I surrender and allow it to to happen. You've said Oh my God. Okay. There's so much in that one too. So I'm hearing a couple of things I'm hearing like in your perfect, the money example. So perfect. So many, we, everyone relates Understands. to this, right? Yes. We get yeah. that, that in the moment of what we could be closing down about, you're literally opening up by changing the words you are using to talk to yourself and the world. So it's this like, it's this kept because I think when people say, well, how, how am I supposed to let go? How am I supposed to surrender? It's like, well, the first thing we need to do is catch ourselves shutting down. Nobody can, I mean, literally no one can let go of anything when we're shut down. Like everybody's colon works the same way that way. So we know that (laughs) physiologically there's either holding on or not holding on enough, right? Like just from a very basic, we're all animals with a with a colon, all of us have one. Um, and so we know when we lock down, nobody's pooping, <laughs> right? Yep. 
So it's the same thing though, in that moment though, but of the money of just like that, what could be a lockdown of I'll never have it. This is not mm. going to work out. We shut ourselves down yep. in our bodies and our minds. And then you're going, no, I will not mm. shut down about this. Some part of you that you've cultivated that goes, no, we're open. I'm going to open. Mm. There's more out here for me than is me shutting down over here. And I think that's actually part of this, like, how, how do people do it? Is that catching ourselves locking up first and then allowing. And then I love what you said about the hospital too, because it's like, you know, like you said a few minutes ago, this, I'm the only one who can save myself and how that, again, it just like shut everything down. It was like the world got small. You couldn't, there was only so much you could do, but it's the same thing of like that surrendering of I'm going to receive this help. I'm going to turn myself over to this person or these, this team of people that know something that I don't, or that have this set of tools that will work and who have the intention of being helpful, regardless of whether we love the tool of the moment or not. Because sometimes we don't love the tool of the moment. It's still the best one we got and we don't like it, but the people with their intention to show up at work every day, you know, in the hospital or wherever and be like, I'm here to help you with the, to the best of my ability. And then to give ourselves over to that, to like, to receive, to receive help, knowledge, wisdom, and experience is the surrender is. So it's, there's an element of of what we're saying, I think is don't tense up, right? Let's not Mm -hmm. lock ourselves down in our own prison of nothingness. And I'm going to surrender. And then I can actually receive the gifts around me from the people, from the planet, from the IRS, (laughs) from the, I don't know who it is, right? It's like to receive and we cannot receive when we're in lockdown. Yeah, I'm I'm visualizing flow. Yeah. We're we're cutting off the flow. We're mm-hmm. just blocking it. We're not letting anything flow yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you open up, you're allowing yeah. that that exchange, that flow mm-hmm. to go it's through. That faucet. It's like turning off and on the faucet in the kitchen. Yeah. It's amazing. So there that's how you do it. And I think that's really important to point out because lots of us, lots of us in the middle of upset or pain or worry will just we clench, we clench, literally we clench up mind, body, spirit. We just, right. And you're like, no, I caught myself shutting down and chose words and circumstances that would let me loosen myself back up. Yeah. And I'm still working on that every day. I mean, how many years have we been practicing that shutdown? Like Uh, lots and lots and lots. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so I'm not perfect at it. And, but at least we're starting mm-hmm. somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we're practicing that mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. Mm. It's so good. And I actually think this is like the perfect segue to talk about some of the work you're doing on your podcast and with your clients, because it's, it's yeah. exactly that, right. It's practice that we're in, we're lucky to be in roles where we actually get to help other people create yeah. a new practice field. So talk a little bit about that yeah. for okay. us. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect because what so far, what Rachel and I have been talking about, isn't something that you would think about health, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, with being a, a functional medicine health coach and I, I, my focus is on auto women, autoimmune diseases and stuff like that is that's the approach that I take. It's not just the food or just mm-hmm. like, you know, the medical stuff. It's the whole body approach. It's, it is that it's learning to reframe your thoughts mm-hmm. because when you do that, you're shifting your whole world. Mm-hmm. And then your body is able to open up and receive and to heal. So it's addressing the root cause of the issue. So it's not like for me, it's autoimmune. Mm-hmm. It's not the autoimmune disease or that part of the body that 
um, is your autoimmune disease, whether it's the thyroid, you know, the gut, the, you know, what, what have right. you totally there's, there's hundreds of autoimmune diseases. It's not, that's not the issue. That part of the body is not the issue. It's what's underneath that's causing a reaction within that body mm-hmm. that needs to be healed. It needs to be addressed and focused on. So, you know, with my clients, they'll come to me a lot of times. My clients come to me to help them walk through um, therapeutic diets, mm-hmm. which is super boring to me. <laughs> which is, you know, that was the beginning of my health journey. I, you know, oh, food is medicine, right? Absolutely. Mine as well. Hundred, totally, everything totally, you, totally, totally. Everything that flows through you affects yeah. your body, but that includes your thoughts absolutely. as well. Well, food. Yeah. Cause thoughts are food. Yeah. TV it's is food. Radio yeah. is food. Like yeah. all of it is food. Information is food. Mm-hmm. Yes. Apples are information. It is just like CNN, just like whatever Facebook, it's all yeah. information. It is. And it gets stored and it's your building blocks inside mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. So it's looking at it and say, how do I want my body to be built? What's the foundation? So good. A good line. Oh my god! And so, so good. <laughs> so when you think of that, it helps you um, make better choices. Absolutely. It helps you understand what you should do next because it's the how part that we get stuck on. I know I have to do this, but how do I do yeah. this? How? And also, it gives you a little bit of why for people who are like real resistant about that. When you say foundation, like we all know what that is. Everyone knows you can't build a building without a solid foundation to have it work. Everybody knows. Yeah. We all know that. Yes. We get that metaphorically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we understand that. So let's, let's start building that foundation back up. Let's, let's use the right material and the mm-hmm. right tools to, to build that back up. And so, you know, they'll come to me for one thing and they'll find that we're not even like really discussing the food, right? Mm-hmm. Or the diet anymore. It's because we start to uncover your blind spots. We, we start to uncover what is really the root cause. What is mm-hmm. really happening? What is, where's that resistance coming from? And instead of pushing through and just say, I'm just going to eat this way because it's good for me. I'm just going to do it. Well, your body is really not going to receive it mm-hmm. fully when you're coming with resistance or you're forcing something. So it's switching it to, I'm just going to do it because I have to do it. And Mm -hmm. it's good for me to, I am going to nourish my body. This is going to make me feel so good. And I am going to be able to show up in this world as my best self. Mm -hmm. And my world is going to change and I'm going to live in joy. Mm It's, it's like just shifting and, you know, my client and I, yesterday we were discussing, she had resistance and with certain foods, like she doesn't want to try certain things and okay, Mm -hmm. why is that? And so it turned into that. I sent her a quote because I was reading like, so like I'll read things. So then it's like, okay, this is meant for me, but it's also meant for someone else. So I'm going to share that. And she's like, oh my God, that resonates so much. So it was about that masculine and feminine uh, part of us. Right. And we're always living in that masculine. So that's the fighting and the resistance. And we, and we, yes. And we forget about the feminine of receiving Mm -hmm. and allowing things in. And so when I'm, I'm telling her, when you're resisting this, it's, you're, you're fighting again and you're not going to allow that in. So it's shifting it and, and looking at it as, okay, this is for me. This is mine. Mm-hmm. This is my gift to myself. Mm-hmm. And then your body can receive it more. Yes. And, and, I'm doing something good for myself. Mm. I'm investing in myself. And so when you look at it that way, like, oh, this is a cheat for me. Instead of like, oh man, I got to do this. <laughs> I don't want this chart. <laughs> I know whatever it is. <laughs> it's like, and then we, we talk, we start 
discussing things and then we're like we're getting deeper and deeper like oh yes. wait a minute here what is this let's let's, let's dive into yeah. this so and good. and yeah. it's like oh my gosh it's so beautiful and it so we will discuss you, you know things that are good for you but we're going to um co-create something in a way that is for you mm-hmm because you can't just have a doctor give you a protocol and say, just do it because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Right. So we're going to tweak it. And if you don't like doing this, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. We're, we'll do something else instead. You don't have to do that. You always have choices mm-hmm. and we're going to find the choices that fit you and work for you. And bring joy like let's let's bring some more joy let's make this more joyful and and when you know that you're doing something for yourself it has a different feeling mm-hmm. and it brings more excitement and it's like oh what else are we going to do for me myself and <laughs> what's the next thing and what's the next thing we're going to learn and, and and that's like i i think i mentioned earlier it's that coming home to ourselves yep and that's the exciting part. Like, it's so much fun. That's, that's, this is what this whole journey is. And this, you know, disease that I have, this autoimmune disease that I have, it's a coming home to myself. It's learning about myself. And, you know, I've always enjoyed my own company. Like I, like I said, when I was a kid, I was yeah. playing by myself. Yeah. I enjoy my own company. Yeah. Um, but let, let me get to a point where I truly like getting to know myself is so much fun. Like it's, who are you? And let's explore some more and let's yes. bring some more joy. Like I'm finally at a point right now where I, I'm stopped doing the shoulds Yeah. and doing what I want. I mean, obviously I'm getting things done. I mean, I, you still have certain things. But I don't, I, it's not like I should do it. I'm yeah. just doing it because I want to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> I was talking with a, a group of ladies and um, I was like telling them about this. And she's like, yeah, you got to stop shooting on yourself. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I had a massage therapist say that to me when she was up, stop shooting all over yourself. And I was like, <laughs> she's right. It's like, oh my God. I just, I thought it was so funny. It was so, it's I'm so like, good. <laughs> <laughs> because when you do the shoulds, you're, you're out of alignment with yourself. You're not doing yes. things that bring you joy. No, they're totally out of alignment. It's, it's, it's the shutting down, not the opening up. We yeah. lose our agency in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And we're crushing our creativity. We're crushing mm-hmm. our receptivity. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't, you can't heal when you're in that space. Mm -mm. Shoulds are like, they're just like victim upset about a fight we're in with the thing we think we have to do a certain Mm -hmm. way at a certain time. And it doesn't have to be like that at all. No, it just doesn't. Even things we're actually accountable to don't have, don't require the shoulding. Right. And I know we're addressing a lot of this on your podcast too. So just yeah. give everyone a little bit of where to find you there. Um, because the content you've been covering has been really fun and it's all in alignment with what you just said. Yes. I, oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun with it and with the podcast because yeah, because I'm trying to bring on like all bring to people's awareness. Hey, you know, you have a choice, right? <laughs> You always have a choice and here are these different options. There's just so many different ways that you can approach it. Mm -hmm. And I bring on beautiful ladies and, you know, right now it's just been ladies. Eventually maybe men could come on, you know, but right now it's been ladies and like yourself, you know, bring on your wisdom and share with everybody. Mm -hmm. Let's give everybody a a voice Mm -hmm. to come together in this healing community this tribe 
let's come together and lift each other up and heal together and learn from each other like how we're supposed to stop dividing ourselves stop putting each other down stop judging other people and start cutting back to this heart space especially as women that's you know we're here for that and lift each other up so that's what this whole thing is is And, and to learn and advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and, and know that you're worth, you're worth it. So mm-hmm. the, the name of the podcast is A Woman Worth Healing. And because I find a lot of women that I work with, they don't understand that they're worth it. They're mm-hmm. worth investing in themselves. But, you know, at the same time, you're always investing in yourself, whether you're investing in um, a bag mm-hmm. of chips mm-hmm. or you're investing in your time to do with the shoulds. Right. It's not filling your cup up, right? Right. So it's learning to invest in yourself mm-hmm. that fills you back up. I love it. Because it is true. I mean, if we took a penny, we could put it into any cup. Is it filling me or is it taking away? It's an investment either mm. way. And I do love that you just said that. It's like we're making the investment anyway. So like let's make the one that actually honors who we are. Mm. And lets us become the best version of ourselves. Yes, I like that. Like honor, honoring ourselves is like my model, right? Like, like right now, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. My face is honoring oh, yeah. who we are and our gifts and why we are here. We we we're like all blind to our gifts and the reason why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're so distracted and mm-hmm. coming back and honoring ourselves. And especially as women, I mean, we're so powerful and we've been told not to um, be that way. Right. And suppress everything. And right. it's just like honoring the beauty within mm-hmm. us. And that's what I would like to like open up, like help people Perfect. open up and like, yes. you know, just fill that out, be who you are, be your authentic self. And, and that's, that's my journey too. Like I'm slowly opening back up Mm -hmm. and not caring what other people think. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm at. So you could find me at a a woman with healing. You could hear more of my messaging there on Mm -hmm. the podcast. You can find me on Instagram is where I'm mainly at. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on Facebook as well. So it's Thermanda Zavala. And actually on Instagram, it's Savella. And there you could DM me um, in my bio. I have a link tree so you mm-hmm. can find more information about me. And that's where I, I just feel like if you just go to one place, you easy. can find me. That's right. And we will link that up for listeners. So it'll be really easy. One click shot. And it's, it's pretty easy to find me because I mean, there's really not that many Thermandas in the world. You have a unique name. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) I was telling someone that because I, I haven't met any other Thermandas and I even, I I Googled it, didn't find any. And, but I did tell someone like, when, when I do find a Thermanda, I'm going to be very upset because (laughs) that is my name. Give me my name back. (laughs) I want it all to myself. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. It is. It's really unique. You're the only one I know. Yeah. I'm the only one I know either. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for today. This is so yeah. rich. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And that's how it unfolded is, is not how we envisioned, right? Never but is. that's how we have to live life. That's right. Just let it flow the way that it's supposed yep. to be. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent with you. Yes. Yes, totally. Mm. Way to live. So thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. I really enjoyed this rich conversation with Thermanda and I loved coming back and hearing all these aha moments that tied together the conversation at large. It's like you can hear sort of five dimensional thinking and Thermanda's experience and how she's put everything together from childhood all the way to now, how she's looked at the generations before her and come to understand herself. And I just found that really, really enriching. Here are our key takeaways from today. Number one, when we learn to reframe our thoughts, we shift our entire world. 
This is when we can open up and heal. Number two, consider how your life today is a compilation of the songs of the generations of your ancestors that came before you. How is the life you're living today related to your family, especially if there's generational trauma? Likewise, we can look to our childhood experiences to understand many of our adult behaviors, the good, the bad, and the neutral ones. Number three, Many people with an autoimmune condition or who have experienced big medical events have what we call medical trauma. Medical trauma can occur even with the best of intentions and care from our providers. If you've experienced medical trauma, reach out to a counselor or a coach who specializes in trauma therapies to help heal those events. Number four, other signs that you may have experienced trauma, which is impacting you in the present moment, include being over empathic perfectionism, and a frequent sense of urgency. These can all be control measures that we are taking to have ourselves feel safer in daily life. Number five, when our empathic abilities are turned up to high volume, it's an indication that we are on high alert at every level of self. In this state, we cannot do our rest and digest work. This can cause disease and sickness or keep the body from healing itself optimally. Number six, Take a look at that which you find overwhelming, even if you love it, and take time to re-regulate. It's important that we practice these skills for ourselves and teach the next generations how to regulate our bodies, emotions, and thoughts. Number seven, there's a big difference between surrendering and resignation. If you find yourself resigned to a circumstance, this indicates a jam in your inner wiring. Reach out for help so you can get unstuck. Number eight, If you find yourself in a clenching up moment, take a moment to pause. From here, you can look at quote unquote, what shoulds you are operating with in the moment. You are worth having a moment to release those shoulds and open back up. And number nine, receiving and gratitude are some of the most powerful gifts you can give yourself. In moments of shutting down, pause and then give yourself permission to receive help, knowledge, or the experience of the helpers in your life. Do the same thing with food, information, and gratitude. The key is catching ourselves when we're shutting down and practicing the pause and release. Thank you for joining me this week on Unscripted. I'm so glad to have you here. If you found this episode helpful and you know someone else who might enjoy it and find it helpful too, I'd love it if you just send it over to them. That would be great. And I hope that you have a wonderful week a healthy week. You're staying cool this summer. The temperatures have been wild. I've got some information on that in some of our other episodes. And of course, I think we all know we want to stay hydrated and make sure we rest when the sun is scorching. So enjoy it. Have fun at the pool. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted. This is your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. You take care.